Welcome to the things we don't want to talk about. A podcast for the voice for the unheard, hope for the hopeless, and the it to keep you pushing through life authentically, unapologetically, while being true to yourself. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Things We Do Not Want to Talk About. It's officially May, almost half of 2023, and most importantly, it is Mental Health Awareness Month for all of those that are living with mental health issues or mental health things that they have not discovered, or even of those that are like myself that are really into self-awareness and living life um, as someone living with a mental health condition. So kudos to you and big shout outs. Um, Which ties into our episode for today. So one of the things that I've been reading and I've been thinking about more and more is the power of social media, um, what what social media does, what it stands for and how it really has an impact on who we are as people. Um, And this came from really years and years ago. Um, I told y'all a story before about how I was in a relationship in 2016. And one of the things I did to help me get over it was I stopped being on social media. And I did that because I really just didn't want to see what my ex was doing. I didn't want the temptation of me trying to lurk on the girl page. And I didn't want to see what all that came up to. And during that moment, um, of course, I was going through a lot, so I couldn't really focus and hone in on it. But after dealing with that and looking at what social media does and how people make these false realities, they live fake lives, et cetera, et cetera. It really made me think about, wow, the power of an app and what that app does to us as real life humans with brains, emotions, feelings, experiences and how it takes away from us. So one of my April goals was to complete one book. And the book that I completed was be, um, was called 10 Arguments for Deleting Your Social Media by Jerron Lanier. Please feel free to read it. It's kind of dense. It's a small book. It's only about 152 pages and really like 134 are pages that you actually read. But it will really change your mindset, um, how you look at, how you empathize and how you react to what social media has to offer and how it plays a part on who we are as people. So before I even got to read that book, and I've been reading it off and on because I'm one of those people that can't read something straight through, but I'm working on it. <laughs> um, I actually watched um, a documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma, and it came out in 2020. I want to say right in the beginning of the pandemic or the middle, I'm not sure. And inside of the documentary, it really like dissected level by level, piece by piece, what social media is doing to us and how it's taking control over our lives. And when I first saw that, I was like, whoa. And then at the end, you know, he had his comments in there. And then it was talking about different books to read once I looked it up online. So I'm okay, well, let me dig a little bit deeper. And I'm like, wow, this is a serious topic. And this is a topic I really want to talk about. But it was one where I didn't really have the words yet to really explain in detail about how I was feeling or um, the damage that it does. But like, I knew certain things I was starting to notice. So like, for example, I'll notice um, I was doing more hiatus and fast from social media because I felt like it gave me more peace. It grounded me. Um, one of the other things I said recently, um, I am someone who does not have a TikTok. I will not download TikTok and I will not download um, another social media platform. And that is because um, I spend enough time on the ones that already exist. So my thing is, if I'm going to add something else into my life on my feed, I'm going to delete the ones that I have because at some point in time we have to be honest with ourselves and say this is too much consumption and that's something that I have um, came to the conclusion of so 
I'm one of those quirky people that I watch my minutes on Instagram. I'm conscious about what I post on Instagram. And for me, I've always just wanted to not be like the norm, right? I don't want to look like a content creator on Instagram. I don't want my pictures to look like people that sit and they edit their pictures 24 hours out the day. Um, I don't want to have a look. And I got so consumed with that. I was feeling like, huh, I can't be on Instagram if I'm not this and I'm not that. And do, 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 what do I do? And that made me to really think about like, okay, since you do like connecting with people and you do like engaging with people, think about the type of person who you are on social media, right? I can't control what others are doing just like you can't. We can't control what people post and we can't control the personas that are created. But what we can do is think about how we are on there consciously. Right. And this is not to say become the person at your page is full of quotes and you only do inspirational and motivational things. And if you do, that's your business. But being more so um, authentic like authentic and genuine with who you are and what you appear to be because regardless of if we recognize it or not social media is nothing but a big perception ball we post things that we want others to perceive a certain way um we can fake a location by literally just tapping a location we're in a different spot we can buy followers we can buy likes we can do everything that creates a false sense of reality right but it kind of takes us as humans with brains feelings emotions and those who should be practicing empathy and sympathy um to want to do something different so thinking about like what is your thing that you're putting out there right how is what you're doing being true to who you are as a person and where you see your life going um are you just someone that wants attention or are you someone that really wants to engage so they say social media was put out to be a way for us to communicate and as the years went by more money got involved it became a problem and it became not just a problem but a control animal and one that truly, truly has took over our way of being um, in so many ways, from children to adults. One of the big things people talk about is children and their screen time. You know, you have the iPad kids, kids who sit on iPads all day. People don't engage with kids how they used to. Um, kids are teaching themselves how to be kids. You have, even in the schools, we're putting technology in computers, right? They're like, okay, why do we need teachers? Are we just going to be teaching from computers and iPads? We have situations where people are dating and in relationships. They don't even talk anymore because all they are doing is sitting on their phone. And that goes back to the power of social media, the power of time, and the power of control that it has on us. So as I was reading the book, um, a few things that really pointed out to me was um, not just the addiction to social media, but the self-esteem issues that stems from self um, from social media, the distorted realities that are created, less financial stability and the control on our behavior and our behavior modification. And first, I want to talk about. Um, this idea of self-esteem and what it means. So being a woman, being a young, attractive woman, I would say one that's considered what a guy deems as desirable, right? I have a degree. Um, I'm attractive on the outside. I'm shapely. Um, I'm cute or whatever, right? What society looks as what a cute girl is, right? Because, I mean, hey, we can go to another country and it could be someone that's a thousand pounds. They're this, they're that. And their desire is like the most beautiful person in the world. Whereas here we'll look as like, oh my God, they need to work out. They're this, they're that, right? But it's all from what we've been told and from the images that are being thrown at us, which is why my logo, if you look at it closely, um, it's a woman who has a large behind um, and her mouth is out like a dog and she's thirsty and she's thirsty for social media, for attention, for lust, um, for all the things that are superficial. 
And it's the things we don't want to talk about, which is really how my logo came about and what the whole podcast is about. And as that relates to self-esteem, we think about the love and the value that we put for ourselves or that we give ourselves based off of what others tell us that we should be. And I find that issue a lot um, as to be like what is what the other sex or who you are attracted to, what they tell you is what you should be. And that's kind of what we're going after. And what I mean by that is if I'm a woman and I'm a heterosexual woman and I'm going after men, and I know that the men that I'm dating, they've been told too that I must have a, a waist of a 22 and a, a hips and a thighs of a 38 and my hair needs to come down to my butt. If that's what they've been told that that's what's beautiful and that's what's attractive. And then I'm seeing on my social media, all the girls that get the likes, they got the this underneath they pictures they doing this they doing that they're getting all the attention i desire my mind starts to conform um after that regardless if we know it or not or if we recognize it or not or if we're being honest about it it's even now as i've been in the gym more so i'm back in the gym it's like day six today it'd be day seven actually and i've been noticing how i've started obsessing again over my weight and not just obsessing to be healthy, right? Because if I was doing that, then I would stop eating all them Reese cups. <laughs> but I am going after this look. Um, and this look of now, I don't want to be thick, thick. Because I'm, I'm noticing more that them slick is in, right? They like the Jada way to frame. Like you small, you got a little butt, but not too much. And then the lips are in. Back in the day, they said black women lips were too big. But now that's the thing, right? I want to put on a little bit more lip gloss so my lips can see more pucker, right? And I do it without noticing, right? And we do lots of things unconsciously. And they start to play on our self-esteem. So luckily, because I am someone that is more self-aware, I start to say, you know what, Akinge? You're doing too much. Um, and you're over-obsessing. And you're starting to change yourself for what? Right. And for me, it's personal because y'all know I have OCD, so I'll just overdo it. But it's more so like, no, be who you are. Don't go to the gym because you want this hourglass shape, which I do. Right. And I'm not going to lie. It's part of this because I've been told that that's what's attractive. Of course, I'm not trying to sit here and gain, gain 150 pounds. One, because it's not healthy. But also, I know that would make me less desirable. Right. And desirable to the people who I deem are the ones that should give me my worth and my value. And that ties back to social media. And so the time I think about it, how would it be as young women? If we were not being, if we were not seeing um, women in power per se, or women in the scene, and we weren't showing, or we weren't seeing, well, we were not seeing what they looked like, how would that make us look at ourselves? So honestly, I really applaud women. Like when I see women that they just beat that status quo, and they're like, "No, that's not me. I'm gonna do my own thing. I'm gonna dress like this, do that." It shows me their power. Right. It shows me their power. Um, it shows me their self-control and their discipline. And they're saying, like, you know what? I, I don't have to do that to fit in because I'm doing this because I want to do it, not because I'm being told that this is what I should be doing. And that's that power of social media that it has on us. And then if we go even deeper and we get past the self-esteem issues, we talk about distorted realities. So 2016, the same guy that broke my heart, right? He really taught me capping, like what it's like for people to live fake lives on Instagram and social media. And he was like the king of it. I mean, on Instagram, he was like 40K up. You see him, he had his mama house, right? Two pair of shoes. And it's like, dang, but on Instagram, it had me sold. I'm not going to lie. I was in high school. 
school. He may be like a year older or so, but I'm like, dang, you know, the people who he be with got money. I see he posting up with the money. He got to have the money, right? Because, I mean, at that time, I didn't know any better for real, for real. It's not like I've been out here for so long. I'm only going off of what I see. And <laughs> during that moment, I mean, not that moment, that whole experience and the time with him, it was like, yeah, you ain't even living what you live in. And he's not the only one. It's plenty of them and there will always be them. But that moment and that time and that experience taught me the ability and how to distort your reality. Um, some of us have hard times living with our true selves because it's not our true selves, right? It's what we've perceived or we percepted it to be, but that's not reality. And lots of time, social media allows us to do that. I thought it was so crazy when we were able to finally put locations on our pictures. And I was like playing with it. And I put Miami on the picture and I was in Detroit. I'm like, dang, that's scary. And then I knew a girl for a fact. I was at home, but she had post pictures out the window. It's like she's always on the go. And I even heard like a Drake line. like, And she always posting pictures to make it look like she on the go. Distorted realities. Like not living with their true selves um, or their real lives that they're doing on a day-to-day they're starting and we are starting to honestly as a whole we're starting to live in highlights right and show our lives through pieces and frames that are so high above high that it becomes a thing of like what are regular people doing or what are normal people doing that live lives that are not always in the high life and I find myself guilty um even thinking about of course I desire that because I've now had a taste of it so now it's a craving that I have but we have to be really 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 conscious and be aware of the reality that we put out because sometimes the reality that's put out is not real right it's just a reality that is put out and lots of times it takes for us to or it takes for people to pull our cars on it to really be real with ourselves and be like you know what I'm I'm lying right I'm more so impressed or I'm more so swayed by looking like I got it than actually having it and that's what social media is great for right we love to put images up we look our bestest they're perfect there's no flaws there's no quirks but it doesn't show who we really are and it really diminishes our true selves so from the self-esteem issues to the distorted realities the next big one is the lessening of financial stability one thing social media does not encourage or unless it's the girls that are their fake um women empowerments and you got to get to a million and how i got to a million in 30 days right not that but social media really what it really does it lessens our financial stability because it doesn't encourage long term everything is for the moment Right. We want this picture just for right now. We trying to do this for right now because it'll help us get by from Monday to Friday. But nothing really pushes stability, long term career. And although not everyone um, wants a traditional career of a nine to five. Right. You have the business people. You have the entrepreneurs. You have um philanthropists people that do different things and take different routes but one thing social media is not really getting real about is the time that it takes right and how things build up my podcast for example like yeah i'm on season three and i finally have 1500 over 1500 downloads yay um but it doesn't talk about (laughs) yes so happy but it doesn't talk about how that was built up right I didn't get my 1500 downloads in one night and I didn't get it in one season and we don't talk about how some things have to be compiled right and that's real life real life is a compilation of different experiences different things and 
different um, ways, phases, and seasons to make us who we are. And that's not what social media promotes. Even when we talk about businesses, everything is how can I get rich fast? How can I get my one million in one month? How can I sell out when I open this business? How can I do this? How can I do that? And it it makes you really lose your mind. And it leaves us on this journey of always chasing, chasing, chasing. And you end up always on the go. You chasing and chasing because you're not ever really paying attention to what you're chasing to. And what you're chasing is really something that doesn't exist. and something that will always lead you on the go. And that's something that we're seeing more and more on social media as these get rich quick schemes are starting to come up. Um, and one thing I, I even think about uh, during the pandemic, I'm so embarrassed to say it, but <laughs> y'all remember when everybody was like selling a tea and all this type of stuff. I did that for like a week or two or something like that. Totally not me. Right. That was like not even how I do stuff. But I'm like, you know, what? I'm in the house. Somebody you can make some money from home. We all getting fat. How about we just drink this tea? And I was selling it. And I'm like, this is not even me. King a. This feels like a pyramid scheme. But it's like I had a, my home girl. I was doing it. She's like, oh, girl, you could just do it under me. Blah, blah, blah. And I got swayed by social media. If you think about it, we haven't saw nothing about the tea scene. So it just lets us know how much even our behaviors behaviors become modified by what we're seeing. And if not any time, I know social media during the time of the pandemic went crazy because that's all we had. Our entertainment was lessened. We couldn't go outside. We couldn't actually engage with people in humanizing ways. All we could do was sit on screens. And if that didn't do as much damage is probably cracking the 80s deal. I don't know what else did. And I'm being funny when I say that, but I'm kind of being serious. And I'm thinking about how much we put into ourselves and how much we were exposed to during that time of us being so focused in on our screens. Even if it wasn't Instagram, Twitter, um, just being on the phone, period. That was our way to be entertained. And the problem is not with being entertained. All of us, we want to be entertained. But what we really want to do is we want to distract our minds. And that's what social media likes doing. The algorithms, the certain ads that you see, um, how it's always popping up is to distract our minds, which is why I want to turn up your notifications, right? You don't need them on limiting your screen time, right? So you're not always on the 24 seven and also not engaging with the ads, right? Of course, now we're going to see them, but you would think about it. Dang, I'm on a random person page. Why am I seeing the ad? It's to sell you. It's to distract you. And it really is to keep you focused on what it's really made for. I know maybe once upon a time, they say they wanted social media to be something we use to communicate, but it has went so far past that, that we won't ever be able to get that back again. Right. They don't really want it to be a space to actually humanize experiences. They're not interested in us being authentic on there. Um, They want to sell. They want to change our behaviors. Um, They want to have control over what we're thinking. It was a study um, and I wish I could remember the title of it. And it was talking about how social media has the power to make you sad. And it's crazy. When I said, I was like, dang, that's real. Like, imagine feeling so good about yourself, about your position, right? Based on where you are in life, what you have acquired on your level. And then you go and you see someone else who's not on your level. They've been doing this for 10 years or so, or they haven't helped, or it is, or that. And now you feel like you are less than, or you are not as worthy because you don't have that. You're not on the same playing field as them. And even if you are, so what? But in most cases, you're not on the same playing field. So you're comparing yourself to something that is that doesn't have the same level, the same rigor, um, the same experiences, the same life as yours. But yet you're starting to think of yourself as less. 
when it's nothing that you can compare it to. But it's on purpose and it's really honestly done with design. And when I say they, I mean all those people at Silicon Valley who sit in their cubicles and they make up these different things that are really set on algorithms that are made by robots and really control us live beings with emotions, bodies and spirits. Don't make sense. Right. But it's all put in place for it to have this control. So when we think about control and we're thinking about um, self-esteem issues, the distorted realities, and even the lessening of the financial stability, um, that all circles are all falls under the umbrella of behavior modification and how our behaviors change and what we change them to. Um, I can't even name how many people around me just have fell victim to the content creator role or fell victim to the bad B. Uh, I'm so tired of that aesthetic. Or when I hear I'm in my soft girl era, I, I hate it. I, I just hate all of it. Um, To this day, I'm 25. I don't think I've called myself a bad B word since I was maybe like 13 or 14. Like, I, I just hate it. It's like what, like, what does that even mean? Like, I get what you're trying to say, but no, right? Or even how we look at um, mental health is like a new buzzword and everyone is healing. and But it's like, yeah, we saying it, we posting it, but we're not really doing that. Because if you really was doing that, you would have a therapist. You would be being real with yourself. You would stop engaging in actions and experiences that, that don't really serve to your highest good for real, for real. And you would stop trying to exploit people for your higher gain. Or you wouldn't be trying to, Look like it for Instagram and behind closed doors, you're really living a life of a mess. And it's because that, that that's how we like we, we how do I say we want to appear that we're doing these things, but we don't want to do it. And that's the most weirdest and strangest things that I've ever really encountered in this new day and age. And I say new day and age. And of course, I'm young, just like the majority of my listeners. But I'm thinking about. Me and me in particular, I didn't. So, okay, let me go back. So I went to high school, right? I went to college, got my BA. I then got my master's. I'm now a teacher. I don't live a life where my image is what pays my bills. Um, Yeah, I'm cute. So I may meet a guy, you know what I'm saying? Who desires to help. But my image and me selling sex is not what pays my bills. And that's not the life that I um, want to go down. So I know what it's like to really stay down and to get a degree. I know what it's like to stay up and really be stressed out and really get anxiety and become anxious and really work and grind for what I wanted. So for me, when I see people become things like overnight celebrities or they get these viral moments, I really don't be impressed. And some people would say, well, you know, I took the easy way. I don't want to work that hard. And I get it and I feel you. But it's like in the real world and in real life, anything that's really worth having takes time. It takes effort. It takes pouring into. And it takes a bit of sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? If you want it to last for real, for real, even the richest people, people like to look at her. Those are the ones they say are their role models. You had to take some losses, right? You didn't get there overnight. This wasn't, oh my God, I just met the right person and I'm just it. It's just not how life works. And I hate that social media has pressured us and has taught us and really conformed our minds to like where that that's how we have to think. And if we're not doing that, then we're not doing something right. And I say we because I feel victim myself. Anybody with a social media account has felt victim, whether we know it or not, um, whether we want to um, be honest with ourselves and others about it. That's what's going on. So as we think about the damage that social media has done, 
and how our power has been limited, I really want us to challenge ourselves and to think about like, what can we do to challenge the status quo? Like, what can we do to be like, you know what, I've had enough or I want better for myself. And some of the things that um, come to mind and I think about that I do myself is I limit my social media time. Like I've been going crazy on it this past um, weekend. Um, and I found myself whenever I'm stuck on social media or I'm stuck on my phone, I'm really trying to distract my mind from really thinking about things that I should be focusing on. Um, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm not being productive because I don't have a business on Instagram. I don't sell on Instagram. I don't make money on Instagram. I have nothing really to do with it but to be on there and mind other people's business. So I really don't have a reason to be on it for that long, to just be quite honest, right? I have a job. I have some stuff I could be doing for myself, for my students, for anything, right? So there's no reason for me to be um, on it for that that amount of time and to be honest the majority really is in that same boat regardless if we are many um content creators or not that's not where your focus is going unless you're really trying to feed into this idea of you being that thing on social media in reality that's just not what the world is doing and then another thing is thinking about how we use the platform um and actually Thinking about what you're putting out. In my opinion, we all have a role of or a responsibility of helping other people. Everybody ain't like that. I know this is a very forced self-generation, but in my opinion, everyone and everything you should do you do should be helping someone at some point in time. I'm not saying your whole life should be going to dedicate to someone else, but everything you do, or at least something you do, that's what I'm gonna say, something you do should go toward helping humanity, another person, another thing, something outside of yourself. And that's one big thing that social media is so against, right? We're so for self. We're so what can I do? How can I get ahead? How can I, 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 we take out we, we forget that it's a village that creates us. Um, we forget about the fact that we did not get here by ourselves and we start to really lose sight of what really matters. Because regardless of the fact, no matter how much we look at these little phones, we can't do nothing without people. There's no social media without people. We don't have friends without people. There's nothing that we do that is worth doing um, that does not involve people in some form or fashion. So as I'm tying up and I'm really going through like what and how social media has taken over our power, um, has became our sole provider in a way, like for real, for real, I really want y'all to like go against that and to think about what can you do to honor your true self? Um, what can you do to spend more time with or spend more time even on the things that you want to do in life? Um, and the things that will better you as a human where you are at on your level for your own personal reasons, not what people want you to be doing, not what you see others doing, not what you've been told is a thing to do. What is for you on your level based on what you want to do? So if you all learn nothing from this episode or nothing to think about, I want you all to really think about how can you challenge or change the way that you deal with social media on a day to day basis? I would love to hear about it. Message me, comment when I upload this episode. Um, let's really have this conversation. Like I'm really interested in really expanding it. And if my daddy is listening, today is his birthday. So happy birthday, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> And I will see you all next time on another episode of the things we do not want to talk about.